0: Welcome to episode 10 of Relentless. woo <laughs> Yay, 10 episodes. Wow, that is something, huh? It feels like we just unlocked a new milestone in our journey together. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so, so much. First, I just want to give you a visual of where I am because it caught my attention that it's very quiet where I am today. I am sitting in my dining room, and the only sound I hear is the ticking of the clock, and I just feel good and grateful to have this peace around me. So I hope wherever you are in the world, you are surrounded by peace as well, okay? so. Yeah, it just call my attention just now, just before I hit record. <laughs> okay, this is episode 10. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A little side note before we get into our topic for this week. I just want to share that I heard in another podcast that only 1% of all podcasts make it past 20 episodes So if that is true, we're halfway there. Very exciting. (laughs) And I actually did a little bit of research yesterday just to kind of see what the numbers were. I was just curious after hearing that statistic. So, But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and really study the numbers because as I've said before, that's not what we're all about. But I do like being at the top 1%. So <laughs> that, that's what caught my attention. <laughs> and I'm sharing this information because I thought it was an interesting statistic. It just goes to show that most people quit before they have enough data to see how something is performing. Because only when you have sufficient information can you make a decision that is just and fair. People quit before they even really know if they truly like something. People quit because it's hard. Don't quit because it's hard. Quit because you don't like it. It doesn't satisfy you anymore. But don't quit because it's hard. Okay. So congratulations to us. Today is a momentous day. And rightfully so. Because today, my darlings, we are celebrating mothers. Today is our Mother's Day special. And I'm very excited because moms are just something special, aren't they? Aren't we? (laughs) Moms are, oof, no one compares to a mother. No one. Mother's Day is this Sunday, May 14, and for all intents and purposes, I am referring to all kinds of mothers. So I want you to think about the mothers in your life your grandma, your aunt, teachers, mentors, and any other motherly figure whose love and teachings have guided your life, have shaped who you are today. And whoever they are, a very happy Mother's Day to them. And whatever kind of mother you are, if you are a mother, a very happy Mother's Day to you too. I honor you, I celebrate you, and I hope you get spoiled rotten this Sunday and every other day of your life because, my darling, you are a superstar. (laughs) You are a superstar. Moms rule the world. Okay, today I want to tell you stories and lessons I've learned from the mothers in my life. So I have about five lessons for you. So we're just going to do a little story time and pull the lessons from these stories. Let's start with my own mother, my mommy, my mommy. My mom died when I was nine, but her love is everlasting. My mother's love is by far the strongest force in my life the strongest force in my life. Her love is a love that guides me through it all, through the good, the bad, and everything else in between. Every day, I think of my mom. When I make big decisions, I think of her. When something good happens to me, I wish she was here. In my heart and in my mind, she's alive. She's very much alive, and she's with me every single day. I want to ask you a question, whose love guides your life? Is it your mom too? Lesson number two, if I can summarize all the lessons I've learned from my mom, it all comes down, I'm sorry, did I say lesson number two? It's lesson number one, (laughs) I just messed that up. We're going to keep that. We're not going to clip it because you know what? That's what podcasts are all about. It's raw. It's real. It's in the moment, right? Okay. But let's go back just a couple steps. Lesson number one, if I can summarize all the lessons I've learned from my mom, it all comes down to one thing, and that is to love to love. That's it. Plain and simple. But it's the kind of love that is not plain and simple. It's a special kind of love. And it's the kind of love that I have never, ever experienced with anyone else. My mom's love had an ease to it. It was supportive. It was gentle. And it was nurturing. If I can put language to it, it would go a little something like this be you, I'm here. Growing up, I did very well in school, and I think the reason why was because my mom let me be. She was never forceful, which taught me to be independent. I remember when, I, when it was time to do homework, I wouldn't ask for her help. I'd finish my homework, then I'd just hand it to her, like, here you go. If there were mistakes, we'd correct them together. But because she wasn't all up in my face telling me what to do or how to do things, it empowered me to discover the world through the lens of a child. It motivated me to do more, to do well, to study, to ace all my classes. Because she just nurtured me. She provided me with the materials I needed to succeed. She showed me the way. And the rest, she left up to me. Now, as a mother myself, how I parent is at large, influenced by the way that I was raised. Now I know how important it is to just make someone feel loved and supported, to make someone feel that you believe in them. What that does to someone's confidence, oh my, is immeasurable. Lesson number two is also from my mom. And the lesson is to never speak ill of other people, no matter what they've done to you. And by the way, my mom didn't tell me these things. We didn't have conversations about how to be a good person, how to treat people, how to be, none of that. She led by example. I just noticed that she never spoke ill about my dad when perhaps she could have. So throughout my life, I never spoke ill about people who hurt me. I remember I was dating someone some time ago and the topic of Vexus came about And he was asking me about mine. So I was telling these stories. And at the end, he said, wow, you don't even have anything bad to say. I laughed and I said, no, I don't. And I said that not because the relationship was perfect or the person was this magnificent person. I said that because I chose to remember the good. And my mom taught me through her her actions not to speak ill of people, especially people who you once loved. Lesson number three was from my Lala, my grandma. And my Lala taught me to always look your best, even if you're just at home. My Lala had her nails painted and her makeup done, even if she was just doing laundry or watering her plants. She was always put together. My love of the color red came from her because her nails were always red, and she wore red lipstick, and I love a good red, red lipstick. If you want to feel hot, if you want to boost your confidence, add a little bit of red into your life. At least that's my color. So that's what, I'm go- that's what I'm going to recommend to you. But whatever color makes you feel good, whether it's red or green or rainbow, right? Sprinkle that into your day-to-day. For me, it's red. Red nails, red lipstick, and it works like magic every single time. Also, if you want to make more money, wear red lipstick. This isn't based on science, all right? (laughs) At least not that I know of. But when I used to work at bars, I made so much money whenever I wore red lipstick. It works too if you want to be more seductive. Just watch people get drawn to you like a moth to a flame. Shall we do an episode on seduction? You have to let me know in the comments. Lesson number four was also from my Lola and the lesson is you can't fight fire with fire. What does that mean? If someone is angry and they're screaming at you, the worst you can do is be angry and scream back at them. Why? It accomplishes nothing. If someone is overwhelmed with emotions, they can't think logically. They won't even hear you. So why waste your breath? So it's better to wait until things have subsided to talk to them in a way that they will understand, in a way that solves the problem. If you're in conflict with someone and your objective is for them to understand you and see things from your perspective, it's never going to happen. There's a time and a place for everything. So if you want to be heard and seen, check your timing and check your attitude. Remember, you can't fight fire with fire. Lesson number five is from me, little me. (laughs) In all my years of being a mother, I learned that the best way to raise stellar children is to be a stellar person. And this is why I'm a big proponent of working on yourself first and working from the inside out because you can't lead your children if you haven't led yourself. You can't lead your children if you can't lead yourself. Kids are very observant. They're watching how we are all the time and they follow suit. The way to influence others is to be the thing we want them to be or do the things we want them to do. I have a vision board right across from my desk and on it is a side-by-side comparison of what people think success looks like which is a straight line versus what success actually looks like, which is a bunch of squiggly lines all jumbled up into a knot. If you're into self-development, you've seen that picture I'm talking about. The idea is that the road to success is messy and definitely not a straight line. (laughs) It can be very chaotic and very confusing at times. And that vision board is just there. My kids know it's a vision board. They see it, but we don't talk about it because when I made it, they were even younger than they are now. So it's just there. I update it once in a while. I see it every day and they see it every day too. One day, my daughter references that picture of success and I was so proud because I didn't even need to explain what that was. She got it because she sees it in me. They see me reading books on personal development. They hear me listening to podcasts. We listen to podcasts together. Sometimes they read my books, the older one at least. They know what it takes to be successful. At least they're starting to understand because I, as their mother, am living it. I'm doing the work and they see it. They're part of the journey. So I'm teaching them without teaching them. (laughs) Now over to you. What lessons have you learned from the mothers in your life? And how have those lessons manifested? Where do the lessons fit in your story? Also, can you do me me a huge favor? I can't call my mother because she is frolicking in the fields in heaven. (laughs) Can you call your mother? or whoever is the mother in your life, any motherly figure, and tell her that a stranger from the internet wishes her a very, very happy Mother's Day. I'm so glad that when I was planning this episode, I got all the tears out because I really thought I was going to cry in this episode just thinking about my mom and the mothers in my life. But... I did it. There are no tears. (laughs) And if you end up tearing up, that's okay. I just didn't want to deliver a crying episode. (laughs) And this is a day, a week of celebration. Every day is, of course, Mother's Day. But especially this weekend on Sunday, I hope that you make the mothers in your life feel very, very, very special. And if you are a mother as well, make yourself feel special. Don't wait for somebody to buy you flowers just like Miley said right make yourself feel special because you are you who again maybe we'll do another episode dedicated on mothers and the lessons we can learn from from that experience but for today I'm gonna leave you with a to-do <laughs> for you and maybe with other mothers in your life. Have a glass of wine, pop some champagne, have a bubble bath, get a massage, get a facial, get a workout in, or just get some sleep. (laughs) I know for a lot of moms, they just want rest. So give it to yourself if you can give it to another mother as well. Take your girls out. Take your friends out. Your mom friends or your mom. You're beautiful and I thank you for all you do to make this world a better, more loving place. Happy Mother's Day. Make it a great day. And until next time.